0: and uh, the one that always gets them laughing is when I say uh, Diablo Loco en Cabeza Amen. <laughs> Amen I know a few good words in Spanish Amen. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10 Malachi 3 and 10 I'm not going to be preaching on tithes tonight it may look like I am at first but (laughs) okay amen bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that that speaks for itself we'll go on from there that you may that there may be meat in my house and that's what I want to get to and prove me now therewith saith the Lord of hosts, If I will not open up the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not de- destroy the fruits of your ground; neither shall he cast her fruit before, excuse me, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And let's go to 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4 for other scripture. Brother Carrick, I may need you to read for me some. Few scriptures, Second Kings, Chapter Four, and Verse One, and uh, a very old and familiar verse here. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband is dead, and thou knowest thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to the bondman and Elisha said unto her what shall I do for thee tell what hast thou in the house and she said thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil then he said go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors even empty vessels borrow not a few and when thou art come in thou shalt shut the door upon thee And upon thy sons, and thou shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, and shut the door upon her, and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her sons, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God and he said go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children on of the rest and you may be seated. And I'd like to speak tonight I'd like to try to preach tonight by the help of God and your help tonight on will you accept his challenge will you accept God's challenge and in Malachi God said. I'm challenging you.
1: I'm gonna give you a challenge. I want to to challenge you to something. And God is a God that challenges. You know why God is a God that challenges? Because nobody can match him. And nobody can meet him. If you ever notice, whenever someone has the upper hand, they're not afraid of a challenge. When someone knows that they can win, friend, they'll challenge you to a game. They'll challenge you because they don't have nothing to fear. They know it's in the bag. They know it's in the hand. And that's how God feels tonight. God is just reeling and ready and able to challenge anyone and everyone. See, if I will not do something for you that your eyes have never seen and your ears have never heard before. God said, I want to challenge you tonight. And He talked about the matter of ties. but I believe there was even something deeper there. There's something that stirs in God there's a challenging spirit in god saying oh if you would just know what i had for you if you would just realize what i wanted to do for you but i'm going to challenge you and see if you're going to be able to accept the challenge and not only accept the challenge but to take the challenge take the challenge brother brother we'll read in second chronicles 16 and 9 and the other verses scripture i read What was God looking for to the man of God? First of all, he was looking for a challenge in Malachi. And second of all, in 2 Kings, he said, bring me a vessel bring me a vessel. God said all I'm requiring of you is to bring me a vessel. He said it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. It doesn't have to be smart. It doesn't have to be dumb. It doesn't have to be tall. It doesn't have to be short. But I just challenge you woman go out and find every vessel you can find and I challenge you. The man of God challenged her through the Holy Ghost and saying, if you go and get those vessels, I'm going to fill them up. I'm going to do something that you've never seen before. And oil is a type of the Holy Ghost. If we come in here with our hearts ready to receive something from God, I guarantee you, God will meet the challenge. If you come in here with the need tonight and you're willing to do what God wants you to do, i tell telling a new God we will challenge you and he will meet your challenge tonight. God has never backed away from a challenge and he said if you'll bring an empty vessel I'll fill it up I'll fill it up friend of mine when you're witnessing don't look on how big the vessel is or how smart the vessel is just get a hold of that vessel and say come hungry to the house of God and I don't have no fear to tell you I've got a God that will meet every need in your life I don't care if it's diabetes I don't care if it's cancer I don't care if it's depression I've got a God that can meet the challenge he can meet the challenge the only challenge he can't meet is someone that doesn't give it to him that doesn't give it to him but God said give me a vessel I'm looking what is God really looking for read brother character second Chronicles 16 and 9 for the eyes of the Lord run
2: to and fro throughout the whole earth hold that for a second
1: god is not just up in heaven ignoring the earth but god is very much interested in you and me god wants to be interested god wants to be involved in every decision that we make. He's not just some old man up, up in the clouds somewhere that don't care about nothing and just says, oh well, the world's going crazy and I can't do nothing about it. No. God knows what's going on and he's got it in control and he can stop it any time that he wants to, but he's reaching for somebody that's hungry for the Holy Ghost. He's reaching for somebody that wants to be saved. So he said, I'm going to let all this trash go on. I'm going to let all the home homosexuals go on and do their parades but let me tell you it's only going to be for a time because there's a time when I'm going to say the party's over and judgment's going to come friend of mine God is just putting up with some things long enough for a hungry soul to come to an altar and be filled with the Holy Ghost that overrides all the sin that overrides all of the filth that's going on in the world God looked at Noah and he forgot about the world and he said oh i'm looking for that soul friend of mine if you've got a heart here tonight that wants more of god that's where god's eyes are tonight that's where god's attention is tonight i don't care where president clinton's attention is tonight i don't really care i don't care where the governor's attention is friend of mine i know of god i'm interested in his attention with the eyes of the lord go to and fro, it combs the earth. It's not a random glance. Let me tell you, God looks through. God knows the number of hairs upon our very head. And God combs through the earth every heart, every soul. And what is He doing? What is He looking for when He goes through the earth with His eyes? The eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout all earth. Please read. To show himself strong. To show himself strong. In the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. To show himself strong. God said, I'm just looking for somebody that'll take a challenge. I'm just looking for somebody that'll take a challenge. I'm just looking for somebody that when they say, the altars are open, I'll come down and take a challenge. I'm just looking for somebody to show myself mighty in their behalf, Isaiah 59 and 16. I'm talking about a God that is looking for the vessel that he can use. I'm telling about a God that only needs one vessel. All he needs is one soul, one person, and he can do a mighty work with just that one person he can change a life he can shake a city he took Jonah who didn't even want to preach Jonah didn't even want to be used of God but God said I'm going to show what I can do with one vessel they don't even want to be used they don't even want to save that lost city but let me tell you if I can just get a hold of one vessel that I can use he rushed in and he shook Nineveh to the ground he shook Nineveh to a 40-day fast. The king was fasting. The animals were fasting. And God turned away his wrath over 120,000 people because one person said, God, make me a vessel that you can use. I'm ready now, God. Let me be a vessel that you can use. Let me be a vessel that you can use. In the high schools, all we need is one. One. One vessel walking down the halls got a hold of me and started preaching to me. Friend of mine, the principal said, he has disrupted the entire school year. They sent me to the office and said, what are you doing? Listen to that guy preaching. You came back late to class. We're going to kick you off the basketball team. So, my. Oh, well, whatever. Whatever. But let me tell you something. I'm going back. And I'm listening some more because basketball has never been as thrilling as the words that I've been hearing from the Word of God. Can- the team if you want you can't stop me from getting the holy ghost you can't stop me i got a taste of it taste and see that the lord is good oh taste and see all i had to give was a little taste and i knew how oh, throw that basketball away friend take your classes with you i don't care just give me the holy ghost They didn't kick me off the team. They didn't kick me out of school. But I still kept on listening until I got in with the church. And the next year, you know what happened? Who was gone? The principal that told me that was gone. And they had a no set of principals there. And they sent me to the office, not for listening that year, but they sent me the next year because I was preaching the word of God. But, oh, friend of mine, let me tell you just one vessel. Just one vessel. God is challenging just one vessel tonight. God is challenging you, just you tonight. God, I want to look through and I want to do some things in your life. Is there anybody that wants to be used of God? Is there anybody want to shake where they work or who they know or their neighborhood? Let me tell you something. God can shake your entire neighborhood. God can shake your Entire workplace. All he needs is a vessel. He took a 17 year old boy and he shook a thousand person school. Friend of mine, what can God do with you? Because God is looking for a vessel. God is challenging us to be that vessel that he can use. Read for the character Isaiah 59 and 16. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor
2: therefore his arm brought salvation unto him
1: oh god said i'm looking for an intercessor i'm looking for somebody that can stand in the gap i'm looking for somebody i see a city going to hell But he said, Oh, what was he he looking for? He was looking for a vessel. He was looking for an intercessor, and he said, I didn't find one. So I came down to earth myself and did it myself. But God is looking for a vessel. Isaiah, oh, let's go to Samuel. God was speaking. He couldn't speak to Eli anymore, but he needed someone to move through. He needed someone to talk to. He needed someone to deliver Israel. He needed somebody. And he began to speak to uh, Samuel. But what did Samuel do? Samuel said, hear my Lord. Hear my Lord. Speak, Lord. He said those famous words. Speak, Lord. For thy servant heareth thee. My God, can we get to the place where we say, God, challenge me let me be a vessel let me be a vessel that you can use oh when you pray say speak Lord for thy servant heareth thee I'm not afraid of your challenge God whatever you want me to do God I'm gonna do it wherever you want me to go God I'm gonna go it because I want to be a vessel that you can use Isaiah Oh, he was in the king's court. He was, he was high society. He had money rolling out of his pockets. But friend of mine, that didn't get him a touch of God. But that doesn't necessarily keep you from touching God. But the, the, the king Uzziah died. And friend, his friend was gone. And then he said in the year that king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and His glory and his train filled the temple whenever I got my friends out of the way whenever I got whoever was holding me back out of the way God i do this for you I'd be free in my witnessing in my worship am I giving but all oh, my friends God but friend of mine you got to get the place say friends you do what you want to do but I want to take the challenge I want to take the challenge God wants me to be a vessel I don't care what you do but I want to be used of God and he started began to reach out his heart he began to look up even though he wasn't perfect even though you're not perfect you can still be a vessel the devil slaps you on the head and says you can't do nothing for God you slap him on the head and you say you watch me I'm gonna do something for God God's not looking for perfect vessels he's just looking for a willing vessel that's willing to take the challenge. Is anybody willing to take the challenge? All he needs is a little boy with five loaves to take the challenge. He doesn't need somebody great. He doesn't need somebody special. But he can use them too. He took a boy with five loaves of bread. But what did he have more important than the bread? He had a willing heart that says, God, if you need it, I got it. God, is my legs here's my car wherever you need me to go i'm gonna go whatever you need me to say i'm gonna say whatever you need me to do i'm gonna do because god needed a vessel oh the man of god's hands were lowering down on the battlefield he was getting weary in the battle but god sent two he challenged two And they went and lifted up the hands of the man of God. They lifted up the hands of the man of God. They might have been tired themselves. But they said, we know if we lift up his hands, God's going to cause Israel to prevail. Friend of mine, they produced a miracle that day by just lifting up the hands of the man of God. Any one of you that helps lift up the hands a brother, sister, elder, friend, you're part of a miracle. God's using you in a special way because the devil said, the devil knows if he smites the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. That's why God has saints of God and vessels in the house of God that say we're not going to allow our man of God's hands to hang down. We're going to encourage him. We're going to give him cards. We're going to appreciate him on Father's Day. We're going to do things for him. We're going to make him feel special because he is special. Because he's a man of God that speaks the word of God to you. If you want to be a vessel, lift up the hands. Of the man of God if you want to be used of God if you want to be used in the service of God it doesn't take anybody special God does not discriminate he takes a little widow that has one little mite to her name and he said now hey he stopped everybody he didn't even mention anybody else he ignored those that had all the money but he said "Here's somebody that's given everything that they have. There's somebody that took the challenge. I spoke to their heart and told them to put it in. And him, it's not so much the money but he was looking at her heart. It wasn't no money to even speak of. Couldn't even hardly buy a tires envelope but she put it in the offering and God said even though it cost more to buy that envelope that she put in the offering she has given more than anybody this day I don't care if people signed over their farms to the to the us to the Jewish church that day or the synagogue that day Jesus said that person has given more than anybody why? Because they said, God, use me. I'm going to give it all. Whatever you want, God. Not on my time, not on my terms. We're willing to give God things on our time and our terms. But God's looking for somebody that'll do things his way. When he, can, he can tell you to go one way, and then he can tell you to go another way. And you're saying all the time, this don't make no sense. My friend of mine, I've got to be used of God. I've got to be used of God. We were selling peanut brittle one day and I had like 20 bags and it was nine o'clock at night and and I was afraid I don't know what I got into I don't know how I got that many bags and I was afraid it was a Saturday night and I was afraid that that peanut brittle was going to go bad by Monday and I was saying oh my we're going to ruin all this peanut brittle and then somebody came up to me and said Hey, we're going to Fort Riley and we're going to sell some pies and we were really fundraising at that time a lot so I said okay I got 20 bags of peanut brittle it can't hurt nine o'clock we'll go up to to uh, Fort Riley and the devil had told me those peanut brittle bags are all bad they're already spoiled they've already two days old they're all bad they're spoiled you're selling to the people knowing that it's bad and man I was trying to do something for God and the devil made me feel like I was failing God but anyway I was out there walking around and I saw a man come walking around toward me and the Holy Ghost said sell him a bag of peanut bread I'm talking about doing it God's way I don't know how I got myself in that situation I don't know how but I, I, I knew it was bad but there he was There he was walking and the Holy Ghost said, sell him a bag. And oh, that's easy. He's coming toward me. But as soon as the Holy Ghost said, sell him a bag, he took off the other direction. So I had to get those 20 bags of peanut brittle and chase him down. And when I got to him, I sold him a bag. I knew he wasn't going to do it because as soon as I started walking toward him, he started running the other way. I said, God, he doesn't want it. He's running from me. He does not want this peanut brittle. He's running from me and it's bad anyway. But but then I got there. Finally, he stopped. And I said, sir, would you like to buy a bag of peanut brittle? He said, sure, man, I'll buy it. And he gave it to me. And somebody else came up right after him and stood beside him. And I said, and the Holy Ghost told me, say it's good. Tell him it's good. And I had to struggle because I thought it was bad. And I said, it's good. Why don't you buy some? And he said, I'll take two bags. And he took it. And the next thing I know, there was another man by him. And the first man had already eaten his. And he said, hey, man, this stuff is good. This stuff is good. And the next man opened it up. This stuff is good. And before I knew it, there was 15 or 20 or 30 people lined up in a row and i was going down the line selling them until the complete bag was empty the complete box that i had was empty and i did not realize what was going on and i held up the box and i said hey we sold it all praise god and they just looked at me but i looked up and it was a movie theater that that man was running to, and he was standing in line to buy a ticket. And all these people were coming to the 9:30 show or whatever time it was, and they were lined up all in a row, ready to buy a dollar fifty bag of popcorn a two dollar bag of popcorn but the Holy Ghost said do it Pretty it looked crazy at the time but I just said Lord I'm ignorant I don't know anything but God I just want to be used by you I just want to do your will God and God took me to a movie theater and lined them up all in a row and I'll find out later it was still good they all told me hey man you got any more of that stuff you got any more before we get in this movie house?" no I'm all sold out we're all sold out but I'm talking about being used of God it's not gonna be the way that you might envision it's not gonna be the way you want it to be I was witness to someone one time and they weren't listening to me at all But the Holy Ghost was so strong and they were looking the other way and they were making excuses and they were fidgeting and I said God why is the Holy Ghost so strong here and I'm witnessing to this man and he does not even care about what I'm telling him. But then all of a sudden someone at the table right by us stood up and walked away and the Holy Ghost left. The anointing left when that person walked away what was it God was using me to witness to one man, and the other man was over the other kid at the school, was so shy that he would not ask me questions. But he sat by at the other table, and the Holy Ghost anointing was coming across. But instead of going to that man in front of me, it was actually going over and reaching that other person that was sitting there. I'm talking about being used as a vessel. God, let me be used, let me accept the challenge, let me accept the challenge. Let me use what I've got. Sometimes we just say if I had this or if I have that friend. God just said use what you got. You got enough. Just use what you got. But God I can't lead this people across the Red Sea. What have you got in your hand Moses? I can't lead them out of Egypt. What have you got in your hands Moses? All I got is a rod. Throw that rod down and it turned into a snake and pick it back up. Moses all you got is a rod. But let me show you something that's all you need that's all you need i don't care what kind of talent you have i don't care what kind of ability you have god can use anything you have and that's enough just use what you got don't stick that in your pocket and say i'm gonna wait until i get some more no just use what you got Samson came up to a jawbone of an ass, and that's all that he had. But he said, that's all I got, so that's all I'm going to use. And he slew thousands, hundreds of Philistines just by using what he had. He just picked up something and started using it. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. But later on, he went back and got refreshment from that same thing that he picked up. And use. God is a God that's challenging us, church and visitors. God is a God that's challenged us and said, Oh, I want to do so much. I want to do so much. And oh, I can do so much. I can do so much. I want to challenge you. Friend of mine, the Bible said, Upon this rock I will build my church. And he said in such a defiant way that upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I can just imagine when he said it. He probably has stuck out his chest and challenged the devil to listen. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail against this church. I'm not talking about a defense by the character. He was talking about an offense tonight. Friend of mine, when we are pursuing against the gates of hell, we're not on the defense. We're attacking the gates of hell And the Bible said The gates of hell cannot prevail Against the church If you start attacking the gates of hell They cannot stand They cannot stand Against the church of the living God We look at it like the devil's attacking us No, we're attacking the gates of hell And nothing can stop the church, because again, the gates of hell can't stop the prevailing of the church of the living God. One time, one time in the Old Testament, the enemy said to Israel, they said, hey, you guys beat us on the mountaintop. You beat us up there on the mountain. But we're going to challenge you to a fight in the valley. We're going to see what your God can do in the valley. And friend when God heard that oh he got mad. Oh God he got mad. He said hey they think I can only win on the mountaintop. I'm going in the valley and I'm going to teach them a lesson. I'm going to teach them something. They think that I can only give blessings. I can only they only live for me when everything's going good friend. But God said I'm going to challenge that devil to a valley. A battle in the valley. It doesn't doesn't matter what's wrong in your life God can still win the victory in the valley I don't care if you're walking through the valley I don't care if you're walking through the valley I've got a God that challenges the devil in the valley I've got a God that's not afraid of the valley and the Bible said they tore him up in the valley because God had heard them say that he couldn't deliver them in the valley and the devil's still like that today. He'll try to catch people in the darkness of the night, in the darkness of a valley in the night experience whenever thing is going wrong friend of mine god's still challenging the devil he's not taking a break whenever the lights are out he's not taking a break whenever things wrong in your life friend of mine he's still god of the valley and he's still god of the night he's god of the morning and he's god of the night almost most fevers are broken in the night there's something about a god that works in the night one time my dad was diagnosed of having cancer my dad was diagnosed of having cancer of the lymph nodes and we were in the hospital And the church began to pray at 7.30 at night while the night was on. It was a dark time in my dad's life. But let me tell you, God can still move in the night. God's not bound by the night. And God's not bound by the valley. Friend of mine, he loves a challenge. Oh, the challenge of cancer is coming. Let's see if somebody accepts that challenge. I want to heal him. But let's see if somebody accepts that challenge at 7 30 in the night the church in junction city got up and prayed for my dad and we didn't realize it at that time but we were sitting in the hospital room my dad was having surgery the next morning but something moved in the night all the run a test in the morning, and the doctors ran a test, and they said, go on home, it's gone. We don't know what happened, but the cancer's gone. Friend of mine, I'm talking about my very own dad. I saw it happen myself, but God is not bound by the night. I don't care how dark things may be, God can still move in the night. God can still move somewhere in the night somewhere in the night somewhere when everything's going wrong there's still a God that can move in the night there's a God that's not afraid of a challenge there's a God that's not afraid of your situation Haman Mordecai was gonna be hanged in the morning Mordecai The gallows were already built, but somewhere in the night, the Bible says somewhere in the night, the king opened up his book, and he said, what about this guy named Mordecai? Mordecai, a few more hours, and we're going to have you. Up on the gallows oh no you're not because there's a God that met the challenge and they said somewhere in the night uh, the king couldn't sleep uh, and he said oh what can I do for this Mordecai what he was saying is oh oh Mordecai you stood faithful you notice Mordecai he didn't back down he didn't bow and he didn't bend he said if I die I die but I'm gonna challenge the devil I'm gonna challenge whatever it takes so I know somehow God is still God and somehow God can still move in the night. All I've got is one night left, but that's all that God needs to move. I don't care how dark the situation you're in, friend, God can move in the night. God can move in the valley. God can move in the situation that you're in. It doesn't matter the darkness of the night. They said, oh, oh, (laughs) weeping endureth for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Friend of mine, if you can make it through that night, if you can make it through that trial, if you can hold on to God, Mordecai, it looks like tears for you tonight, but oh, it's gonna be some laughing in the morning. There's gonna be some joy in the morning. Every child of God is promised that weeping shall not endure forever, but joy is coming in the morning. I went through some trials and I thought they'd never end, but God told me all oh, joy is gonna come in the morning. You just hang on to God. The answer's gonna come and joy is gonna come in the morning and. For When it came, it came like rain, friend that weeping endured, but the laughter was so much better and God did it all. I was on 30 pills a day. I had to take 30 pills a day to stay alive. I had problems in my, my colon and I was for seven years battling that sickness and situation And finally they gave me some medicine that was working, but it only worked so good that it stopped my blood from producing. It stopped the blood from producing in my body and the blood began to leave my body and never be replenished. And the blood was not replenished. And the doctor, he had gone to college seven years, And he had been practicing for 23 years and he was not just a general practitioner but he was a specialist in blood and he called me and he said i don't know what we're going to do i don't have any answers but friend of mine there's someone that can move in the night there's someone that can walk in the night Friend, I had three blood transfusions and the blood just kept leaving my body. But friend, one day I came to the doctor's office. I don't know when it happened, but somewhere in the night, God said, turn that blood back on and let it flow again. The nurse read the report and she started running the aisles in the doctor's office she ran all the way to the doctor waving the report and she said look at this look at this but she didn't know that someone had already been there someone that they the doctor didn't have the answer he told me i don't have the answer i don't know what's going on but friend i've got a god that can move in the night i don't even know when he came in or when he left I didn't feel it happen I didn't feel it come in but I know that he was there because they held up the report and then they knew they proved that God can move in the night I don't care how dark your situation is friend of mine, That God accept the challenge in your life take it to God, take it to God I just kept on being faithful to God I prayed for the sick and they got healed and I kept on being sick but one day God said enough is enough the answers on the way friend of mine one day God's gonna say to you you've been resting long enough friend of mine I can still move in the night you're gonna have a testimony about what I did in your life friend of mine because you'll know there's a God that can still move in the night. There's a God that says you don't think I can move when all the chips are down I'll prove to you that I can move when all the chips are down if you don't think the devil's going to challenge me friend of mine I'm going to challenge him and friend someone moved in the night there was a God that moved in the night you can look through the scriptures Hezekiah A multitude as a sand of the sea. But he was a vessel. He was a vessel that took the challenge. The Bible didn't say, I believe it was 185,000 men. 185,000 men ready to come against Hezekiah. But God, he slipped up. He said, who is that God? that can stop me. Friend of mine the Bible said the Lord was angry. Friend of mine and 185,000 were slain in the night. Somewhere in the night when they went to bed Hezekiah went to bed. He said, God, I've been a vessel. God, I took the challenge. He went out, he got the letter that Chanaka Rib had written, and he put it out before God. And he said, God, do you see this challenge? God, do you see this challenge? Do you see what they're saying about you? And he went to sleep. And when he got up the next morning, 185,000 were slain and they went back home because God can still move in the night. God wants to challenge us. Church, God wants us to take the challenge. God wants us to get to the place where we take it to God and lay it out before God and say, God, I've done my part. God, now I'm laying it out before you. God, I want you to move. God, I want you to do it. He said, you have not because you ask not. He's looking for somebody to show himself mighty in their behalf. He's looking for somebody that's going to get out that list and say, God, look at this. I believe if Hezekiah hadn't done that, God might have walked on by. But Hezekiah said, God, here's a challenge. Can you meet the challenge? Friend of mine, God more than met the challenge in his life there were four leprous men and it's about twilight it said at the night time they were all starving the four leprous men said, I believe God can still move in the night. I believe God can still meet the challenges of the night. And the Bible said at twilight, they begin to head out. And somewhere during the night, the enemy had fled, And they went and got all that they had and came back. And there was more to spare. They got into the house and they said, oh, here's some pizza. Here's some chicken. Man, here's some ribs. And they were just down man roast beef in here but then they said we don't do well here we are picking out on the glory of God and all those back there are going without friend of mine once God did something in your life friend of mine look to somebody else we're picking out on the Holy Ghost we're enjoying the blessing of God we're enjoying his presence friend but the four lepers men said God moved in the night for us why don't we Go back and get them and let them share in the blessing, friend. I'm telling you, challenge somebody to come out to the house of God. God will meet their challenge. God will talk to their heart. God will deal with their heart. Friend of mine. But oh, it happened in the night. The devil thinks that because it's the night, that God can't move, but he's mistaken, friend. I've seen some people backslide during the night. I've seen them backslide when everything was going against them. But if they just hung on, if they just hung on, if they just hung on to God. I don't care how dark. And I wasn't going to preach on this, but I don't care how dark the trial may be. Friend, if you'll just hang on to God. Friend of mine, Daniel, hang on through the night. The king, we talked about that this morning. But friend, if you'll just hang on through the night. I've had friends that backslid, backslid in the night. Everything's going against me. Everything's going wrong. Oh, friend, hang on to God because he can still move in your situation i challenge you to hang on because there's a god that can meet the challenge there's a god that can meet the challenge i don't back up an inch and i don't stutter when i say there's a god that can meet the challenge i don't care if it's alcoholism i don't care if it's drug addiction i don't care if it's homosexuality i don't care if it's adultery i don't care what they're bound with friend of mine god can unleash the chains. There's not a sin that God cannot challenge. There's not a sin that God cannot challenge head on and take the desire away for that sin. There's not a sin that is named that the devil has in his arsenal that God cannot slam and rebuke and take out of their life. Don't be afraid to witness to anybody. Tell them, come and see what the Lord has done. Come and enjoy what we've got and take the challenge. Take the challenge tonight. The God, Jesus said, go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. Jesus said that there was a farmer, so to speak, and there were people standing idle. And he walked up to him and he challenged him. Man, go to work. I'll pay you good wages. Go into my field. And he came back even at the 11th hour. There were still people standing around, but he was still challenging them. Friend of mine, God's still challenging us, saints of God, to be going out into the highways and the byways. Don't stand idly by, but go and challenge them. We got something better than what you got. We got something better than what you got. God can give you more than what you've got now. I'm not talking about financial blessings, but I'm talking about things that are more important than finances. There's more important things than how much money you have in the bank. There's more important things than what kind of a car you drive or what kind of home you live in. Friend of mine, the Holy Ghost is more valuable than any of those. Friend of mine, if they have to sacrifice anything, It's worth getting the Holy Ghost tonight if we'll accept the challenge. Let's stand and worship God right now. Let's praise Him right now for that challenge. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise Praise the Lord. hallelujah 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 let's just wait on God I don't know what God wants right now let me tell you something let's just pray right now let's just pray right now thank you Jesus praise God but I'm talking about a God tonight I'm talking about a God that can challenge every situation he's got a wild card in his deck And friend, he can meet or beat any situation that anybody has in your life. Praise God. Why don't we just come right now. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, I don't know if there's someone here that might not have the Holy Ghost. But Jesus challenged them. He said, I stand at the door and I knock. I knock. I'm challenging you. Open up the door he said I stand at the door and I knock will you accept the challenge will you accept the challenge if you're not where you need to be if you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight I want you Jesus went up to Thomas and Thomas said is it you Lord and the Lord said I challenge you Thomas feel my hands Feel my hands and see if it's me. If you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to challenge you. God is not afraid to back down. He's saying, come and see. Come and see for yourself. He said, Thomas, feel my hands. And tonight we're telling you, feel this glory that God wants you to have. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm just going to follow after the Holy Ghost tonight. Friend of mine, God, interrupted my some of my thoughts because there was a need here tonight and friend while no one's looking if you're walking through a valley tonight if you're walking through a nighttime experience i want you to come up to these altars tonight if you're going through a trial if you're wrestling with something in your life and you feel like that you're just wrestling and getting nowhere, I want you to come. God was speaking to some people tonight. Why don't you, here come some right now. Why don't you just be honest with God and say, God, I accept your invitation. I accept your challenge. God, I accept your challenge. If you want another touch from God. If you say, God, I want to be a vessel that Brother Barry was talking about, I want you to come right now. If you're just saying, God, oh, you've been so good to me, but God, I want to go and get somebody else. I want to be a vessel. Why don't you come with all these that are coming tonight saying, God, make me a vessel. God, I want to take my knee to you tonight. I want to take my petition to you tonight, lay it before the Lord and say, God, oh God, the devil has challenged us with this, God, and he doesn't think you can do it, oh, reach out and take the challenge tonight, I want everybody that has a need to come tonight, why don't you come with those that are coming, and let's lift up our hands, friend of mine, God didn't just issue a challenge, for us to be lackadaisical about it, he issued us a challenge because he wanted to meet the challenge tonight. If you've got a need, lift Walk up your hands
3: crowd, and ask God. Make to me a vessel. Meet that challenge. Can you hear his voice? Can you heed to his call? He's looking for a willing. Yeah. You
2: need something from God? Come up here. Get it. Hallelujah. Yeah, come on, reach out Trying
3: to, to find him. Can you reach out can? to the Lord. Is it you? Is it me? Is he finding what oh, he needs? An unselfish yeah, individual. The name of Jesus. Is it you? Is it me? Is he finding what he needs? The will and the he can use. Jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walking through the crowd, Jesus,
2: trying
3: to find someone who will say yes.
2: Hallelujah.
3: Is it you? Is it me? Is he finding what he needs? Oh, Hallelujah.
2: Nice. Sure Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Lay your hand on the one next to
1: you and pray for them. If they need healing, pray for their healing.
2: Hallelujah, hallelujah. yes,
3: Lord, yes oh,
2: pray, pray for your, your brother and sister.
3: And to your way. Hallelujah, yes, Lord, hallelujah. Yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. Oh, with my To your will and to your way I'll say yes, Lord, yes I will trust you and obey When your spirit speaks to me With my whole heart I'll agree And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes Oh, I'll say yes, Lord, yes to your will and to your way i say yes lord yes i will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my heart say yes lord yes to your will and to your way i'm gonna say yes lord yes i will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my heart I
2: yes Lord yes to your will and to your way I'll say yes Lord yes I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart I'll agree and my answer will be yes Lord yes I'll say yes lord yes to your will and to your way i'll say yes lord yes i will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart i'll agree and my answer will yes lord yes One more river to cross one more mountain climb one more valley that I gotta go through leaving my troubles behind one more battle with the devil no he'll understand I'm going through with Jesus hallelujah holding to his now scored hand I'm holding to his now scored hand oh one more river to cross one more mountain to climb one more valley that i gotta go through leaving my troubles behind one more battle with the devil no he'll understand i'm going through jesus hallelujah holy jews dance go ahead i'm a holy his dance go ahead well one more river to cross one moment to climb one more valley that i gotta go through leaving my troubles behind one more battle with the devil, no, he'll understand. I'm going through Jesus, hallelujah, holding to His good hand. I'm holding to His good hand. Oh, one more river to cross, one more mountain to climb, one more valley that I gotta go through. I'm leaving my troubles behind. One more valley with the devil, no, he'll understand. I'm going through, Jesus, hallelujah, holding to his last good hand. I'm holding to his last good hand. One more river to cross, one more mountain to climb, one more valley that I gotta go through, leaving my troubles behind. One more battle with the devil, no, he'll understand. I'm going through, Jesus, hallelujah, holding to his last good hand. I'm holding to his that's good One more river to cross One more mountain to climb One more valley that I gotta go through I'm leaving my troubles behind One more valley with the devil No, he'll understand I'm going through with Jesus, hallelujah Holding to his good I'm holding to his last good Well, one more river to cross one more mountain to climb one more valley that i gotta go through i'm leaving my troubles behind one more battle with the devil no he'll understand i'm going through with jesus hallelujah holding to his next good head i'm holding to his next good head oh one more river to cross one more mountain to climb one more valley that i gotta go through I'm leaving my troubles behind one more battle with the devil no he'll understand i'm going through i'm going through. jesus hallelujah
3: i'm going to hold it to his now good
2: hand i'm holding to his go hand. well one more river to cross one more around the climb. One more valley that I gotta go through. I'ma leaving my troubles behind. One more valley, that the devil, no, he'll understand. I'm going through with Jesus, hallelujah. Holy to His gonna ahead. I'm holding to His arms, go ahead. One more river to cross. One more mountain to climb. One more valley that I gotta go through. I'ma leaving my troubles behind. One more battle with the devil, no one understand. I'm going through. With Jesus, hallelujah. I'm going
3: through. With Jesus, hallelujah. I'm going through. With Jesus, hallelujah. Holding on to his hands,
2: go ahead. I'm holding on to his hands, go ahead. Well, one more river to cross. One more battle to fight. One more mountain that I gotta go through. I'm a leaving my troubles behind. One, one more battle with, with the, the devil. devil, no, he'll understand. I'm going through with Jesus, hallelujah. Holy Jews, ask her head. I'm a holy Jews, ask her head. Oh, one more river to cross. One more mountain to climb. One more valley that I gotta go through. I'm a leave my troubles behind. One
3: more battle with the devil.